My name is Jordan Wasserberger, and I'm the host of the Excelsior podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to go over a few of Horseman's community norms. Speak from the I perspective, listen for understanding, assume complexity, expect and accept a lack of closure, and learning leaves, stories stay. On top of this, I also want all listeners to keep in mind that in any podcast, we may bring up issues of race, sexuality, gender, and socioeconomic status. We here at Excelsior do not shy away from these types of issues, as they may be necessary to the discussions we are having. Regardless, we always are sure to approach these conversations with respect and civility. With that out of the way, let's get into it. Nothing to improv. I can't improv. Somewhere. That's improv. how improv works. Is that you start <laughs> with that you start with nothing, and then from that you build something great. Like Patrick built something great. Luke, this is not a good run. So, off the back of my amazing hot takes episode, which was the most well received. Um, Excelsior episode, I think, in history. The most viewed, in especially... Um, Interesting. Actually, I think since Abraham Lincoln's episode. Especially uh, by demographics that had not watched the other episodes as much. Which Who, um, who is that? Who, what is that I, demographic? Do you want to specify? I can't really Choice say because that would be... Um, but off the back of that episode, we've decided to make this into a bit of a series. And today... Taking the driver's seat will be Logan with his hot takes. We also have Lucas joining me. Wait, you didn't I'm, I'm doing the whole intro. This is the pre-intro. I'm doing the intro. We also have Lucas right, so joining guys, me. What are you saying, Jordan? No, no, no. no welcome no. back to the right, Excelsior guys, podcast. Welcome back to the Excelsior podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Wasserberg. So, guys, welcome back to Excelsior podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Wasserberg. If you make me do the intro, I'm hosting. So, welcome back to the Excelsior podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Wasserberger. Today, I am joined by Patrick Steinbell. Hello. Lucas Alexander. I'm not doing this. And Logan Dracos. What's up? Uh, so as Patrick so beautifully, you put the iPad away. <laughs> yeah, I'm my iPad. iPad. No, no, my baby. This is my Jetpack <laughs> Joyride. No, Jetpack Joyride. <laughs> Subway servers. I'm, I'm not iPad baby. You anyway. would be an iPad kid. Uh, as, well, as Patrick so beautifully said, uh, today we're doing Logan's Hot Takes, part two of our Hot Takes. Can you not also I'm play Subway Surfers? You playing Subway Surfers just over in a different part of the studio doesn't change anything. I'm totally active in the conversation. So Lucas, Lucas uh, I think Irene, that's I promise please. I'm not an iPad kid. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's calls me Lucas, uh, please uh, play Irene's Subway Surfers. Can you actually be more present in the podcast? I would like everyone to be present in the moment right now. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm moment. so you know, present. To everyone listening right now. <laughs> you were literally just, playing Subway Surfers during my no, intro. No, no, no. But just as, stop what you're doing. Get a nice warm cup of tea. Have a seat on your couch. couch. Close your eyes <laughs> and just enjoy this beautiful podcast that we have taken our I period to record for you. So with that being said, let's do some hot takes. This is my takes. Do some hot takes. So, who here has played Halo? Oh, Halo? Yeah, 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 of course. Sure. Played a little. A ton of Halo. A little bit of Halo. Way too much Halo. First console was a PS4, so no. Right, so uh, this was going to be more of a thing if we had Alexei and Ethan here. So I think we'll we'll start off with this one, just ease our way into it. And and my hot take is that uh, Halo is overrated. But it's just too general. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I, having I, played a little, I mean, I think I, I can elaborate I think to make Halo, it less general. I think, but. I think Halo Three is not overrated. I think the rest of the franchise is. I think every single Halo and the concept of Halo is overrated, because 
on the whole, all it did, it's it's one of those games where you look back, right, and you're like, wow, that was genre establishing, right? The way, the way in which combat evolved, like, just made single-player shooters yeah. just shaped, like, literally the next 20 yeah. years yeah. of single-player shooters, right? And... You know how we talk about those old Hitchcock movies? I was about to mention Hitchcock movies. <laughs> you know how we talk about I those old think, Hitchcock movies? So I agree movies. for the most... I don't think it's necessarily overrated. I think the Halo franchise is incredibly outdated. Yeah. yeah. It's outdated? And since Halo, so many games have done it better. Yes. And so many games, yeah. including Destiny, but I was thinking other games. So many games have just, like, expanded on what Halo built. And so for people to say, like... Oh, Halo is the best single-player shooter ever. Halo is the best multiplayer uh, shooter ever. Halo Reach, right uh, here in particular, is being cited as the best multiplayer shooter of all time. It's like, I play Halo Reach, I go online, and it's like a worse version of like like a bunch of games, right? Guys, like, why would I not just play Overwatch? (laughs) Why wouldn't I play just like Overwatch or Apex or Destiny or like all of these multiplayer games? I think Halo's impact, like, it unequivocally made an entire genre of games. But since the last you know two decades, unequivocally do that. There were no single player shooters. What was the time frame between like Halo and the first Call of Duties? I don't know. Call of Duty originally didn't have the campaign. And it was really Who cares? Dude, I don't care about... Does anybody here kind of care about the campaign? But that's what we're saying. That but that's made, what we're talking that's about. That's single-player like, Exactly shooters. what we're saying. Oh, single-player... Oh, it's, it's like, like <laughs> Doom was the first, like... You know, right? Like, like that yeah, was uh-huh. the first. But anyway. So I think that that general idea... Yeah. Also, like, Doom, right? Like, not Doom Eternal, Doom 2016, but, like, older Dooms yeah. where people are... Where I, Ethan has told me that his dad thinks that the original Doom is the best shooter ever, and it's like, no, no it's not. No. <laughs> like, it was, it was first, so it was pretty good. Yeah. But uh, if I had no nostalgia associated with Halo and I picked it up today, I would probably put it down. Which is exactly a, what a I did. Well, when so I say I played else? a little Halo, I downloaded Infinite when it came yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I played some Infinite and I said, I don't know why I would ever play this over a different shooter with better movement, better gunplay, my, and more interesting mechanics. Movement. I agree with that. Yeah. I think the movement in Halo is atrocious. Look, look. And, and, and let, me, let me get into yeah, this because. Yeah, yeah. I ne- right. I never had an Xbox. I never really had a console. I had a Wii, and when I stopped liking the Wii, I didn't have anything until the PS4. Mm-hmm. And, you know, did you play any Pokemon yearly franchise? Three <laughs> <laughs> DS. I never. I never liked I had a three DS. I did have a three DS. But whenever I would go to like somebody's house and they had an Xbox and I would touch Halo, you know, maybe it's because I didn't play any shooters, right? So I was just bad. But. Even going back to it now, we played at your house one day. You remember that time we were out there and your mom was making us pancakes? Yeah. Thank, thank you, Mr. Dracos. Yeah, shut up. Uh, it just wasn't that fun. Yeah. Like, the movement was bad. Yeah. They have those stupidly overpowered, we- like, melee weapons. And because the mobility is so bad, like, the movement, rather, I just, I don't think it's all that. I, I don't, I really don't think it's that good. And, yeah. you know... I hate Destiny because... You hate Destiny? I like Destiny, but I hate it because... <laughs> As is everybody else. <laughs> they consistently... Most people do. The, the way it's formatted, right, is that you have to grind boring stuff for three weeks yeah. to have fun for one week, and then they disappoint you for four months straight until they make you spend another $40 on a new DLC, and you keep buying it, and it's the same thing. And at a certain point, I just said, I'm not doing. I'm not giving you more money to have a horrible game. And that's why I'll never touch it again. 
Granted, Destiny's also made by Bungie, so obviously it's going to be similar to Halo, but they did the Halo thing way better in terms of, like, gunplay and mobility. But yeah. Halo's not all that. I think for me, like, Halo 3 was the first real video game I ever played. Like, I loved Halo 3. Um, I played Halo Infinite for a solid... I mean, with Logan and, and Wagon on Alexa, I played Halo Infinite for a solid while, and I enjoyed it. And I, I probably I, have five hours on Halo Probably have five hours. And when I played literally any other shooter... Like, around the same time. I was like, oh, this is so much better. Like, I swapped between Halo Infinite and Doom Eternal for, like, a week. I was like, there's no reason for me to play Halo Infinite. Like, unless, unless my friends are on multiplayer and, like, we want to do something, there's zero reason to play the campaign. Yeah, they just haven't reinvented the wheel yeah. at all for their franchise. The, the biggest like, thing... Like, over the course of their entire the, franchise. The like, they, everybody... Like, they added dual wielding. They added a grappling hook, and that's the biggest thing Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody in is talking online about how poorly Halo Infinite is, like, doing on Twitch and in terms of player numbers. And every time I see it, I just go, like, why are you so surprised? It's, they haven't changed anything, any core mechanics yeah. from the old Halo games. And it's not like those core mechanics are, like, really special. It's it's not like they have something different. They have, like, a double jump or something. Yeah, it's right. like the first one. It's, it's a boring game to watch. Other and games have done exactly that. But better. Yeah. So the, so the exclusion of uh, Alexei and Ethan has turned this just into a Halo roast session <laughs> right. instead of a hot take. But I, I do believe that's still a hot take. But it no. seems like you guys seem to share it. I agree with that. Um, and I feel like it's a there's a good segue here into my next take, which is that Call of Duty Black Ops Three is the best online first person shooter ever. So this I hard disagree with. Because mm. I, I can name five online first-person shooters. Yeah. So me and Lucas just I made out. Right, so uh. Lucas, and, Lucas and Logan just kept. So, oh. so let me, I'll, uh, I'll lay out a couple pieces of, like. Give me your points first. So I give you a couple of my points, because I want to hold something for, you know, the counterpoints. Um, I think that the array of guns and the ways in which you can use those guns, like, obviously... One, like, uh, some people might consider a little restrictive because it's, it's the basic classes of assault rifle, um, SMG, shotgun, sniper. But within those classes, there are some of the most enjoyable guns that I've ever played with. Um, shout out specifically to my main, the Razorback. Um, but what about the Vesper? It's, Vesper's pretty good, too. I, just cool. I, I like the long range. You know what I've been running recently? Um, I've been running. Play? I played a little bit this weekend. I was running... Primary gunfighter, man of war with the KRM as see, the secondary. See, you don't like fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. Because whenever I would get in close quarters, I would just swap to the KRM and then I would just destroy people. And I literally had a 4KD over a span of like five games. Anyway, um, so I think the guns are just sure. super fun and they're very expressive. And that's the, that's my next point is that the movement, the customability, and the guns. And the just, specials, too. Yeah, the specials just make everything, it, it's super customizable and it's very expressive. Like, I can tell, I could look at someone's main, like, class, and I could tell their personality based on their class. Interesting. Like, I could look at it and I could be like, oh, you like to run Argus. You don't go outside, right? Um, and it's definitely and, you could definitely make some astrology correlations. Yeah, exactly. You know, like Aquarius is run Kuda, am I right? I don't know what an Aquarius is, but sure. All right, Lucas doesn't know what an Aquarius is. <laughs> um, 
And so I think that the customability you know and the, the expressiveness Dude, and just the... Dude, Sometimes it's painfully clear that you actually are an idiot. Are 15. <laughs> I'm 17. You're definitely not. You There's know, no way. You I'm just said, I know I'm what an aquarium seven. is. <laughs> well, Aquarius is one of the astrology things, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, well, why, I don't that's know, why he said it in yeah, I don't know what month fat corresponds to. Okay, I'll, I'll set you Mum fat? Month. Month fat corresponds to. So anyway, so I think that's my first and primary point, which is that just like the guns, the setups, the custom ability, the movement is all super fun. And just like all of that together, I don't think another game has really done that to the extent to which I enjoy it. And if you say Destiny, I will scream. I'm not saying, no, 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 Because I disagree with this. So I will give you custom abilities. I will give you that. I think that's super cool. And other games have not done it as well. I just don't know why I would play a game in the Call of Duty franchise when other games are just better, more interest. No, well, just a more interesting concept. Seriously, like that's my problem with COD. We're talking like, about Overwatch, right? No, I'm no, actually no, no, thinking no. about like Apex, Logan. Titanfall. Yeah, Titanfall, that's all is Titanfall Two, you dude, can't find a lobby. Dude, dude but hey, if you go to like, if you want to talk about movement and guns, right? Movement, Titanfall Two reigns supreme, and there's not even a question about it. But it has the best movement, maybe, of any game ever made. Are you saying Definitely. that Titanfall Two is better than Black Ops Three? Because I think that the yes. movement is the one thing that Titanfall Two has I'm done better than pretty much no, no, any no. game. But all of the gunplay and the custom ability is so much worse. No, I just cannot I'm, play Titanfall Two. I'm going point by point. First off, Titanfall Two gunplay. Is but I can't play for an extended period of time. I have seven hours no in Black Ops Because there's no lobby. Because the game got DDoSed and like destroyed. Like, the servers were yeah, yeah, I know, but the, the guns and the customability aren't as fun. Like, yeah, I could, I could like have I'll this movement you, and I'll use I'll this give one you the gun. The customizability and... is nowhere near CODs. The movement and raw gunplay of Titanfall. Not Titanfall, the gunplay, dude. You, you, I love but there. like, I'm thinking just beyond that. Like, when I go to a game like COD, it just. It's boring. Feels very basic. I, I, I it is. No, no, no. I actively like. I, I, I would just I actually have. I have a point about it. that. I'm, I had the next one. I'm actively bored when I play COD. Like it should not be that I'm playing a game and I am bored while playing. The I'm game. sorry that you're your KD is point like zero point four. Yeah. I'm no, sorry. No point six even KD. If even if I'm dude, I play, like I play like Modern Warfare 2019 for a while. I'm not talking. About, whoa, well, whoa, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Pause. 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 I am not talking about any other Call of Duty game, because I okay. think Modern Warfare is super boring. I think that Advanced Warfare is super boring. Advanced Warfare is cool for a second. Even I think Black that Ops all of those games are super boring, and I think it's specifically Black Ops 3 that got it perfectly I right, so don't bring up any okay. other Black Ops, I, I still, any other Call I of Duty. I still played Black Ops 3 and was still, I was enjoying it substantially less than I enjoyed Titanfall, Battlefield, Apex. Okay, Battlefield, oh, you're losing your Dude, mind. Battlefield 1 is, in my opinion, the best Apex Legends is a horrible video. Apex is great. Titanfall is great. And if you want to go away from, like, just, you know, like, if you want, like, Also, let's separate out. Battle Royales because I think you can't even, like, compare Apex. But, like, Wait, I would say Overwatch is better, too. But I, I know Overwatch is an FPS. I know I've right? said it's, this it's like in it's a, a previous episode. You have lobbies. Like, it's different. The, I, no, but we're saying, what? like, like I, like, I think Overwatch No, I'm saying is so we shouldn't much... consider Apex. Because, like, if you want to talk about arenas, we No, but I'm only talking about Apex in the vein of respawn first-person shooters. Yeah. I'm not, like, saying Apex as a game with its... Like, I, I think right, Apex. Structure. I said, I know I've said this before. I think Apex should have come as a playable, playable game mode in a Titanfall three game. I agree, but we don't have that. So right, but right. Allow me to defend. Look, okay. You say boring. Yeah. First of all, I'm correct in saying that Bo3 was made partly with the help of Bungie, right? 
I think yeah. it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah and I Shumanji. think that's where they get the specials from. Yeah, hundred percent. And that first of all, how can you say it's boring when you literally have people running around like Ripper or Purifier? I know the or game. Tempest. I've the game. Like, yeah. you, I, I dude, you just know. saying the okay, names okay, of characters okay. doesn't do but wait, anything. But wait, but wait, but wait. Black Ops Two, fine, boring. Mobility, no, that sucks. like. Yeah. Deal through with the jetpack. I know people complain about it, like Call of Duty purists complain about mm-hmm. like the the jetpack in Black Ops Three. I think that's stupid. It's just objectively more fun, more mobility. I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's better a bad way to game. get around the map. I'm okay. saying I'm saying to say that it's the greatest multiplayer game because ever made. Here's is the elite. thing. Here's the thing. It is the most pure multiplayer experience. If I go to play a multiplayer game, it's because I want to be able to die and then not be mad. And just be able to go right back in. No, it. see, but that's exactly my no. issue with it is that yeah. it's so much just run around, shoot. hundred percent. Like, that's what a multiplayer is. It's, it's basically just agree. kill or die. No, it is not. If you play Overwatch, there is I've so much Overwatch. more that goes into it than just yeah. kill play, or die. I'm a top yeah. five. No, I agree with so, hundred percent so. on this. I think the the counterpoint to what you're saying is like three simple words, which is search and destroy, which is yeah, in my opinion like probably the most fun. Co-op multiplayer game mode and sweat. If you I have want ever it, played. You can sweat on it if you want, but if you've ever you controlled gotten on at like eight thirty after you've eaten dinner, you pop on your headset and you're playing and you're running S and D with four or five friends and you're just like coordinating. You're messing around. You're like, you know, let's all rush left side. That sort of thing. It's it like combines the incredible like TDM domination, whatever sure. like the basic Call of Duty game modes. With this like aspect of strategy and this thing, right? In Overwatch, every life matters. Your positioning, like uh, being relative to your team, coordinating your pushes, healers, tanks. Like, there's so much going on. It's an incredibly complicated game, and that's what makes it so much fun and so replayable. But the what I'm looking for and what I get out of Call of Duty is just like a pure multiplayer shooter yeah, experience that want. is unparalleled. See, don't me, even say trials. Don't no, even say no, trials. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I mean, listen, no, I'm not trials. mad at this take. I'm, I'm not, just yeah. personally saying I need more. And I'm agreeing with Patrick. That, like for me, in terms of like a, a, a just a great, I'm going to jump in, play this game for like four hours with friends and then hop off. Battlefield is that for me. Like, <sighs> dude, Battlefield 1, Battlefield 1 so is such an incredible game. Every single round, you feel like you're playing through like Saving Private Ryan. Every single round, no, you it is. Don't. It is so cinematic. Have you seen, have you seen, a, have you seen Donkey's video have, on, on yeah, Battlefield yeah. One? It's so accurate. No, it's funny. Like it's not a perfect game, but I'm saying for me personally, I never have liked COD as a franchise. Bo3, I played a lot because all my friends had it, so we all played together, and it was really fun. But it's just not the great. At least for me, the but greatest. In my opinion, like Battlefield just can't be compared to Call of Duty so because different. there's so much, so much less going too, right? on. There's just See, so much less going more on. Aren't the maps yeah. massive in Battlefield yeah, 2? Yeah, that's the point. The point, the difference is COD is meant to be you're a one-man army. Battlefield's meant to be you are one man in an army. Like, that's I, the difference. I think Battlefield's more comparable to, like, the, some of the Star Wars games. Anybody so plays Star Wars yeah. Battlefront? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's made by the same people. Yeah, Battlefield is, like, Star Wars Battlefront. They're made it, by the same dice, Yes, right? they're made yeah. by the same people. It's EA and DICE. Okay. Yeah, except I Battlefront just, 2 is better. What I'm saying is that's too slow for me. I like the fact that COD is, like... Go as hard as you can until you die, and you're just going as hard as you can see, again. See, I don't see... For, for, uh, or if you yeah, don't I mean, want I'm that, play Search and Destroy. Like, look at and, yeah, I think it's just other, personal preference. You know what the other great thing about COD is? Sure. Especially Black Ops 3. Like, you can snipe and have that be a viable, like, class against other weapons, and it's not yeah. like it's OP 
or you can't compete. Like, That's you like, can you can perfectly compete. It is balanced so well. Like Also, so leveling well. up that doesn't... A, a lot of things that, like, some of the other games that we're talking about... You can prestige where, easily. Well, the prestige system I, I really enjoy, but it's that leveling up slash spending money doesn't explicitly make you better yeah. than the other players, which it's is something that I feel like a lot of multiplayer shooters Definitely. fail no, to yeah, do. Yeah. No, no, right? no, there's no, no aspect of pay to win, and I can literally... Yeah, if I, like, it's pure skill. If I'm a level one... Am I, if I'm a level one basic person and I play against a thousand level master prestige, like if I'm better, he can have all the guns. He can have literally every single unlock in the, the entire Kuda game. Kill him. Like the, the yeah. Kuda no, no, no attachments. This, this can kill I will him. give to COD, and we said this at the beginning of, the, of this take. I think the customization in COD, particularly in Black Ops 3 and Modern Warfare 2019, is the best in any first person, in any like only multiplayer first person shooter. Can like, we just uh, stop making pay to win games? Yeah. Just, yes. Yeah. That, yeah. I would like that. That's like that. not, a, yeah. Jesus or Christ. like, Here's my problem with Destiny, dude. The I actually had a super sick video I had to show you from when trial from when trials. You really want to talk about Destiny? I'm down about Destiny. When Trials of Osiris came back to Destiny Two, yeah. I was playing for a hot second. I was in Trials under light, under light level, game seven, probably like one at night. And None I of them understand what that means. I killed, I I killed like, somebody with over 500 Charlesmans. Like, nice. top 50 in the world. I 1v2 to them under light. See, for me, here's what, see, for me, those kinds of stories only come for me from Trials and Battlefield. I yeah, don't but, have those stories from but, COD. But here's the problem. That's the thing. That's because I didn't dedicate no, saying, 70 hours, I like couldn't play the multiplayer mode at a, at a balanced level. I and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I'll give COD this. The customization is the, and, like, the way customization is balanced with raw gunplay is the best in any franchise. That, I, I 100% agree player. with that. Yeah. 100% agree with that. And uh, I think as a last point, I feel like we've all expressed our opinions and like you guys have expressed, yeah. have said what you, you said your piece. I think the last part of it is that um, it's super easy to unlock stuff and it's yeah. not slow. It's not, yeah. It's 100%. not slow. 100%. And so a, a problem that I had, like I could never get into Destiny mm-hmm. um, or Battlefield it because so it's, it's just, it's slow. Unlocks are slow. Yeah. The pace of the game and is a little bit slower. I've probably played the first hour, two hours of the Destiny of Destiny 2 like five times. Yeah. yeah, and then right. I get rid of it and then, like try again. And, and meanwhile, I'm out here on hour like five thousand three hundred and you know something. Problem, you know what the other problem is with Destiny? You remember Destiny One where that Titan chestplate came out that you could? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh my god. Oh my god. The, I know. The, I know the, the one. Yeah, fa- of course. Oh, Garrison, whatever it was. Yeah. I got that from a legendary Ingram like the first day. Twilight came Garrison. Yeah. Twilight Garrison. Yeah. I got that from a legendary Ingram the first day it came back. That's it the, came into the game. I also got like Icebreaker from a legendary Ingram like. A while into the game, because I think that was in, since yeah. day one, but, like, I know people that have played the game the whole time still play and still don't have that. Dude, and that's, like, me... completely luck-based, nothing you can no, do. It... There's no guaranteed way to get that weapon. And that's so overpowered in the multiplayer setting that because I either got lucky or dedicated so much time that it pretty much made it guaranteed for me to get that, someone else is at a disadvantage in a yeah. multiplayer setting that's completely separated Look, from Look, in, in Destiny 2, I remember, like, because there used to be no way... Now you can target farm to an extent... But, like, for the first like, few years of the game, it was all RNG. And it's, like, for, like, the Escalation Protocol shotgun, which like, wasn't even a good gun, like, when I got it, it took me 79 clears of that activity to get the gun. Like, it took me three years to get the gun. For, like, 1,000 voice, which is, like, one of the best PV weapons in the game, it took me, like, I don't know, 40 clears of, of like, the last Wish raid. Like, I, like, and, like, I'm fine doing that, right? Because, like, I do it with my friends. Like, it's fun. And, so like, whatever. But, like, like, I'm fine doing that, but I totally get, like, Chris. All right. As yeah. the host, I'm going to move us to the next Yeah, uh, I was about to say, we should definitely right, move, move on. on. Let's move on. Um, as the host. So, let's talk about Avengers Endgame. 
Was that what Oh, is this gonna be the uh, the quantum DNA? Think... <laughs> is this gonna be the quantum DNA? No, no, it's not. I'm gonna avoid that whole conversation. So I don't think we actually have the sonar going. So I would love let's do it to get my Avengers Endgame spiel. Because because from my hot takes, I have three uh, Avengges Endgame hot takes. Come on. <laughs> I'm gonna let my so game. I'm not letting this go by. If it's hey, really quickly for our official list, where did Endgame end up? That is an six oh, or five. Uh, where's my phone? Somebody on my phone? Is it over there? Yeah. Yeah. Where did where, I would have Endgame around list, five? Let's. I'm at around five. Let's check. Uh, Flows who have not listened to our that list is special. Not, it's it already three fifty, by the way. So okay. we don't want to be too. Can you guys stay past four? The Yankees lost three zero. Endgame is our fourth highest MCU film. Okay, so that's way too high. Um, <laughs> that's above Guardians of the Galaxy, right? It is. Oh, I mean, which and Guardians should be above both Ragnarok much. and Black Panther because Guardians should be the fifth best MCU film. Mm. Guardians but should keep be going. Like, Where did you guys put the Winter Soldier? <laughs> uh, Unfo- unfortunately, it is. Unfortunately, no. I think it's, is it two or one? All right, Logan. What's the Avengers take? So, so I, I think it, it's just Avengers Endgame was. A horrible ending to a Wrong. unique. Wrong. Literally just creative. <laughs> like, like, all I can say is that, that is wrong. Creative. It's like a bad take. It's just fundamental. I haven't, I haven't even. He let him finish. I haven't even said Don't make me remove you from the room. <laughs> <laughs> was a horrible ending to a unique, groundbreaking, and extremely entertaining. Interesting. Series which Marvel created over a span of ten years. Interesting. And so it's, but it's not over. I can't but even express. No, no let him. Phase. Let him go. Let him go. Yeah. I can't even express my love for phases one through three of Marvel. Like they yeah. are some of the 100%. most fun, like deep action movies, and they made this MCU, which is just awesome. That I love so much, and that I thought was, it came together perfectly. In Avengers Affinity War, because it was these three um, simultaneous actions that were building and climaxing and falling all at the same time. Um, I, I've heard it compared to Dunkirk in that way. It's ridiculous, and it's it's so entertaining, and it, it like factors in this expansive like world genius. that they've built, and it's it's finished by I think one of the best moments in superhero film history with the snap and the losing. You yeah. lost. It's great. So just to predict, is your problem with Endgame that they undid the snap? But it exists? Is your problem that like the movie no, <laughs> was I'll, I'll, made? So, right, so that I think every single one of us in this room can say that when we watched Endgame, or sorry, Infinity War in theaters, we were like, what is happening next? What I I physically got goosebumps and I don't think they went away for like ten minutes. It was it was yeah. it was as close as you're gonna get to an Empire Strikes Back moment. Exactly, yeah. and uh, it's I think that's that's what it was. It was it was perfect, and I went into Avengers Endgame with obviously extremely high expectations as everyone did, and what I got out of it was a meandering <laughs> attempt <laughs> to salvage the MCU. Okay. So, wait, 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 wait. No, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, wait. Hold on. Then you just say it was salvage. Didn't you say that the stuff before was, was the best of the amazing? entire franchise? But they couldn't finish there. If they could finish at the snap and say, "Okay, that happened. Let's move on," that would have been. You wanted it would have been revolutionary. No, I don't. I, that's not what I said. I said they needed to bring it back, right? Like obviously yeah. they had to like undo the snap. Obviously they had to do that. But 
I didn't get out of it what I what I wanted to. I didn't. I I went into Infinity War and I was like this action. Everything I feel like that's you're more angry that incredible. Endgame wasn't the film you wanted it to be. Not that it's a bad film. I feel like I I wait. Would, explain the meandering point. I don't yeah. understand that. You don't think it's a focused story? I don't think it's a focused story, and I think that the the way in which they did it was much less creative. Than, than how they did it in um, Infinity War because Infinity War had these intersecting um, plots where there was a lot going on and it all made sense and we knew these characters and we loved these characters and so it was like, wow, I really want to know what's happening with Chris Pratt, but right now we're trying to build uh, Stormbreaker, right? And so that sort of thing, it, it, yeah. comic book-esque, I, I just loved it. And then it was a much more linear storyline and it was one that didn't surprise me that much. What? Endgame. 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 I, I do so agree here's, that here's Endgame like, Let me look at my actual thoughts. I think Endgame, outside of maybe two or three scenes, is not a surprising film. Uh, like, I'll give you... Yeah, sorry, Joe, go. Like, like, was you, anyone actually surprised when Captain America picked up the hammer? No. Yeah. A, a little bit, a little Pleasantly. Bit. Yeah, like, pleasantly. I wouldn't say surprised as in like, Oh my god, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, like that's I was like twist. happy. I, but I was like, like that's awesome. I was like, oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Spoilers. Here's my thing. Here's it. I think <laughs> I think Endgame, Endgame has its own problems. Like like I and I have a bunch of Endgame hot takes from my episode. And I, I think every single one of the OG six should have died. Whatever. What? I think every single one of the OG6 Whatever. Should have died. Doesn't it's not important. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Hey, you just it doesn't don't matter. like good movies. No, no, no. I love Endgame. It is one of my favorite MCU films. Here's my thing though. I get the criticism that Endgame... Like, like it, it, there are parts that feel underwhelming. If you don't like time travel, you're not going to like the movie. And it's sort of... It's not that like I don't like time travel. X-Men Days of Future Past is one of right. the best superhero movies and ever. And it's sort of... And, I love Days of Future Past. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm pointing at Logan. Not better than First Class, though. Well, remember, I... I we'll get into that later. <laughs> I, th I think <laughs> as a conclusion of the Infinity Saga, it's mostly phenomenal. Like, ah. I think... I think, to like, having... It, it, it hit all of the points I needed it to hit to be a satisfying end to the first three phases. It like, checked the boxes. It's not perfect, but I think it does certain things exceptionally well, and it makes it an exceptionally good superhero What film. What do you I, think it was b above average? Because to me, it felt like it checked the box. I, I will I think, give you that it's not a creative It's not, yeah, film. it's definitely not creative. I will give you that. I just but don't But I see don't that. understand how you can watch the last hour Yeah. Of Endgame. Well, there was one and fight scene. I feel like it was just. Time. Exactly. But there's a lot going on in that fight that scene. That fight scene is one of the but best. But I don't understand how you can just of all time. feel like it just checked the boxes. That feeling when you that. see the entirety of Marvel come through the portals is unlike anything so, I've seen. So, and that's. I, and I see what you're saying. In terms of Winter Soldier is a creative movie. Right. Yeah. They took a Cold War spy movie and made it a superhero movie. Yeah, that was cool. Black Panther got the zeitgeist. Like, you know, it was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this. There are some movies that Marvel really pushed it. Where in-game for me succeeds, and you're right, there are not a lot of surprises. I did think Cap was gonna die and not mm. Tony. Uh, I knew so Tony. that was a that mm. was a surprise for me. What elevates in-game for me, and we've talked about this before, I think Patrick, you made this point. It's all about how a movie makes you feel. Yeah. There were so many times that movie just yeah. made me feel a lot yeah, throughout the movie, and certainly the last hour. Mm -hmm. Like at every moment, when T'Challa comes through the gate and Sam is like, Cap, on your left. Peter yeah. Parker like drops through, and none of these things were surprises, but it's the execution. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's where, for me, in-game succeeds. Like, you have to set all this stuff up. The fact that Tony is like, I'm not undoing this. I'm not giving up my daughter. Mm-hmm. But I'll help you bring, if we can bring everybody back, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll do that. But I'm not going back in time to undo it. Right. And the fact that he does all that and then he dies, once again, that movie had, like, all the feels. And in that way, it succeeded. So, no, it wasn't as groundbreaking, but it made me feel as much as any of the other movies did. Yeah, I think, yeah. Like, like, Infinity War is a groundbreaking yes. film. Like, it, it, it was the first time in a 20-year universe had been put together in one film. It's incredible ten, that they managed to do it. Ten years. Ten years. Ten years, yeah, yeah, sorry. Now it's 20 <laughs> years, yeah, ten years. Um, like, the idea that they could... Years, yeah. Spider-Man, he's talking about Spider-Man. No, I'm not. I, I, okay, well, yeah, I'm not technically part of the universe. <laughs> I, I misspoke. Whatever. Yeah, well, they're years. making everything up out of the universe. Okay, That's whatever. just a money this is grab. Not what We're bringing is. in DC. It's <laughs> <laughs> not about We've yeah. absorbed Warner Listen. Brothers. <laughs> You're going to hear Disney makes, makes a bid to outbid Disney Plus, <laughs> Discovery Plus. Yeah. The, uh, the idea that you could take a 10-year franchise and make it not only just a cohesive film, but an incredible film is amazing. So Infinity War is in a league of its own. With Endgame... Like with super, I think the biggest problem superhero movies run into is the stakes are always so disproportionately high that you can never feel what the characters are feeling on a true scale. The scene in Endgame where Stark snaps and like all the Avengers realize A, that they've won and then immediately after B, how they've won. Like that feeling is so well captured and you actually feel it. I think that Mr. Caldwell's right. I've never been as like, emotionally invested in a superhero film as I was in Endgame. I think that really clenches it for me, is it did the best job of actually making me feel like, yeah, this is the Endgame of phases one through three. I guess, I'm sorry, Patrick. Sorry, my thing with Endgame, and so I'm gonna, it's a slightly weird tangent. Endgame to me is kind of like Zack Snyder's Justice League in terms of how I think about it, which is that I don't like comparing it to other normal movies. Yeah. Because Zack Snyder's Justice League, when everybody talks about it, like, you know, it's the most amazing, like, DC movie. That Look at the story they told. And I'm like, well, they had four hours to tell yeah. the story. You can't compare it to a movie that only right. had two hours. Right. And Endgame, when its whole purpose is to be this conclusion to so many very good films, and the entire point of, his, of its existence is to be, like, the final 20th of a chapter, I only want to judge it based on like obviously if you're to judge it as a film you know in the three hours like it starts out really slow there are some parts Mm -hmm. at the beginning that are boring there are some logic issues in the film but in terms of how i feel it capped off the infinity saga this is where i disagree with you whereas i think it concluded it perfectly yeah i agree with that okay. one other one quick thing i, I intentionally tried to avoid like the plot hole yeah yeah yeah, no, yeah, yeah. as a film like, as a, as yeah, a, nobody's going to pretend it's a perfect film right yeah. well, plot holes are? there are a lot there's a plot holes for me in game is less a film and more of an event yeah yeah and for instance i know there's a big debate right now with auteurs like Martin Scorsese and Ridley Scott that are like, these are not films, they're events. Yeah. I think some of them are films. Like, some superhero movies like Logan or Days of Future Past. The Dark Knight. Or The Dark Knight. Um, even The Batman. I know The Batman, yeah. you know, a lot of different opinions. Or even Winter Soldier. Those are films. I don't think there's anything wrong with having an event. Right. Um, and I guess for me, it was a really good event. Yeah. There yeah. were they, they had 25-plus superheroes 
and I understood every one of their motivations. Right. That's pretty good, because the first Justice League that Zack Snyder didn't finish, I didn't understand any of their motivations. Like, yeah. this didn't make any sense. And they only had six superheroes. To be able to do that with 25 is awesome. And I think also, at the end of the day, I can't necessarily identify with Tony Stark. But in that moment when Peter Parker comes through the gate and he hugs Peter, as someone that has students, right. I can identify with Tony Stark and what Tony Stark is feeling in that moment and through that whole movie because he's like, God, I love this kid. And I'm the reason he's dead. And now he's back. So I think that in that way, once again, no, not an amazing film. They did an amazing job at the event. And once again, even in the beginning, like when Thor kills Thanos, like yeah. that made me feel that, was, oh a, that was a twist. That, that was, was a shocking like, moment. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, and he's just like, he's done. Like Thor is ruined. Right. The I think they just did a good job with the emotions, and that's yeah. okay. I think they they had a strategy, and that strategy worked. And it maybe wasn't as intelligent or intellectual as some of the other movies but they went with the emotions and it worked yeah, good. yeah like though. well i i almost feel bad because i feel like we haven't really addressed your point of you don't think that it was a satisfying ending but like maybe yeah. i think we just fundamentally might disagree on that where i yeah. was i was just satisfied by it yeah and I, I i hadn't heard the event versus film thing and i think that might be a line that i draw on the mcu yeah, um, right. Where I love movies like Iron Man and Guardians of the Galaxy and, and Black Panther and Winter Soldier. Iron Man's a film. Iron, Iron Man is a film. Iron that's that's a film. what I'm saying. Yes. Um, and then the, the more eventish movies, maybe ones that I personally don't enjoy as much. Like, well, yeah, I, you I didn't love did. No Way Home either. Like, I did not love No yeah, Way exactly. Home. Um, that. No Way Home is an event movie. Yeah. Right. It's an event. Yeah, well, right. I think it's a fan pleaser. It's like, well, a, you can't say Endgame's not a fan pleaser. You know that I hate fan Like, Multiverse of Madness is going to be probably fan service the movie. Yes. Yeah. And also a way to bring in, I hope, <laughs> a large part of the Marvel Universe that's been neglected. So I think that's right. what they're trying to do. That's my hope. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Do you want to give your hottest hot take before we wrap up? Mm. I, I think we bad. go no discussion. Do, do, so, wait, uh, no, uh, let's, no, let's do it. Is, don't you think that Star Trek is better than Star Wars? I do think that, but, but I thought but I wouldn't like, even bring that up. There's not that much. Yeah, there's not much you can say. I, I wouldn't even bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, so I think, do you want me to just like throw something out there before the ending music? Well, so, I mean, we'll talk about well, it. Well, no, we can talk a little Yeah, we have, we have some time. Uh, <laughs> I, do you have to go to... All right, we throw something out there. Um, how about, I'll we throw can. something out there, and you guys can bounce. No, I'll just it. argue with you afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you remember my top ten list, I had three Pixar movies in my you top did. ten. Yeah. I had Up, I had Wally, and I had The Incredibles. Yes. And I am of the opinion... Right, that was my favorite movie list. I'm of the opinion that Ratatouille... <laughs> Maybe the most impactful, important Logan. Pixar movie. Logan. The main character's name Logan. is Logan. It is a movie about a rat in a dude's hat. I that have, movie is so overrated. I down so much to defend that, and I threw it at the end, so it can be a laughing thing, but if I had brought this up first, we would have spent an hour on it. <laughs> Guys, that is a wrap on this week's episode of Excelsior. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.